0: To New Faces Podcast.
1: Hello, and welcome to New Faces Podcast, episode uh, fifty five. Yep. Yeah, man, I'll never get that shit. I'll never remember that shit, honestly. I never re- go back and look, ever. Not one time. Uh, I'm your host, Brandon Verascio. With me, as always, my guy, Bobby. What's up, Bobby?
0: You already know. Such a bob in a place to be, the maniac, the extra depth of kappa. Once again, Mr. Midnight, Mr. Lonely. Back again, episode 55.
1: We ready to do it. Hashtag sock it to me, right? Sock it to me. <laughs> sock it to me. That's that's your new uh, catchphrase I see on that's on Instagram new, and Twitter now.
0: That's the new catchphrase.
1: Nick <laughs> is sleeping, I think. Nick is asleep. Yeah. Uh probably he said so he hasn't slept, so uh I don't know if he's just, you know, he's just hiding from us, but we'll get him on eventually. Um yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Uh the last episode uh did uh some things and you know, I wanted to kind of expand on that and how um, how things have been going. Uh, I, I I don't I don't know I don't know if I want to say everything's been getting better. I mean voices have been heard. Yeah, you know. Most definitely. Things have been changing. Um, still a lot of work to do. I guess the um, the charges for the Minnesota police officer Devin Chauvin have been upgraded to second degree murder. Um, and the, the other three officers were charged as well. Um, so I don't know if we said that in the last, I don't think that happened in the last podcast. No, so. it didn't. It didn't. Okay. So um, essentially, um, you know, every, you know, the charge has been going up. Some things have been happening in places. I wanted to talk about what's been hap- what happened in Buffalo, um, where, uh, so there was an older guy. He was probably in his, I think he was like 75 or something, they said. Uh, yeah. He was, I this I think the story goes that he was handing a helmet back to a police officer. And for some reason, he just got shoved to the ground by two cops. As um, soon as he hit the ground, head was bleeding, you know, not responsive. So the two cops who shoved him to the ground were, um, were, were they fired or were they just suspended without pay?
0: I believe they were fired.
1: Fired. Okay. So they got fired. And then, I, what was it, like 50 other cops from yeah. Buffalo decided that they were going to um, yep. step down because of them thinking that it was ridiculous for the cops to be suspended or fired. Um, so the way I'm seeing and looking at this stuff going on at this point, it seems to me like it's more of a, now it's becoming like cops are really, the like every cop is the bad guy now. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole, you know, there are good cops thing needs to end because at the end of the day, again, I I said this multiple times in the last podcast, we got to hold, cops got to hold cops accountable. And I'm just not seeing that happening. Uh, Clearly, since 50 cops from Buffalo decided to step down as uh, more of a protest towards the cops being fired that um, made national news. So... What are your thoughts on everything going on right now, including the Buffalo thing that we're talking about, but just everything in general and how things are going?
0: Um, I definitely think that this, you know, as much as we are uh, making strides, um, I think one of the biggest strides that we are making is that it's causing the divide. Um, most times we see the racists lurk in the shadows. Um, the, the, the people that I have black friends um, you know, the, the, those people are starting to come out and speak out. And, and you know, um, I think these riots were uh, good and bad. Um, you know, good because we're getting uh, we're getting our point across. And one of the things is that you know, um, with these riots, it gives us the opportunity to see who cares more about what's going on with that than the injustice that's actually happening. Um, so I definitely believe that with all of this stuff that's happening, um, there's more of a divide for, you know, the racists and the people that actually care, um, you know, and like you said, we don't want to say that there's more good stuff happening, but um, things are starting to pick up, you know, with with these movements. I just saw something that said that, um, I don't know if it was the, the Navy or whatever, but uh, I believe that one of the branches of the military or something like that was um like just banishing anything that had to deal with the confederate flag, which I thought was awesome um I think that's an awesome step in in the right direction uh you know we see these celebrities that say they're gonna do stuff and you know they're 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 putting money towards um this black lives matter movement and you know this this lifestyle and stuff like that so um I'm definitely happy, uh, with a lot of it, you know, there's, there's been some heartbreak in it. You know, we, we see some stories, um, and you know, my heart goes out to the families of some of these people that have to deal with the racist cops that are fed up right now that, that, you know, are just taking advantage taking more advantage of the situation and just not giving a damn at all. Um, so, you know, just, happy that we get to see this because there's more, there's, there's, there's no more hiding for right now. Um, you know, that's not to say that things won't go back to the way that they've been because we've raised awareness before and then it's died out. And, um, that, that attributes to, to black and white people just sweeping it under the rug and not paying attention at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I definitely think, you know, with this, um, there's no there's no more hiding evidence there's no more hiding people people have phones out and they're waiting for you to screw up you know and 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 that's a that's a big thing and that's going to help people and you know in some instances it may irritate the 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 racist but you know we'll we'll definitely see so I definitely think that we're moving in the right direction and hopefully things only go up from here
1: yep yep and I think that a lot of the people that were silent are finally starting to speak up. Um, yeah. It's, it's putting a lot of pressure under a lot of people um, to speak out, to join these protests, to donate. You know, it's, you know, it's repeated over and over again. If, you, if you're silent, you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And I still believe that to this day. If you are still silent, even if you're one of my friends, be open, say something, you know, like we need voices to be heard. Um, but yeah, I want to reiterate something that I said on the last podcast that a lot of people apparently, you know, what I said in that podcast, I feel, if you feel a type of way about it, people have contacted me. That's cool. I appreciate it. That doesn't take away the fact that how I felt is how I felt, but I don't want people to come up on them and you know, start a fight, start, you know, start some shit with that particular person. It was more for me saying what you're saying is hurtful to a lot of people. So again, I don't take back anything I said because I know what I said at the end of the day. So if you have a problem with that, again, there's not really much I can do because it's exactly how I feel. So again, but don't, again, don't go after those people. That I said in the podcast, don't don't go at them, try to hurt them, or because that's that's not what the intention was. The intention was to let them know what I said is hurtful to a lot of people. Is is I guess ignorant isn't a good word because I got yelled at for it too. But
0: um. no, I mean it, honestly, like you know, you've you've made it apparent. It, it, it is. It, it's just not being accountable. And not understanding mm-hmm. at, at this point, there's not even the excuse of what I said was taken out of context because it's just like you have when it comes to this, there's no like you have to be really care careful with what you say. Yeah, um, my dad and my, my cousin we we all went on a walk yesterday, and uh, we went on like a little power walk and stuff like that, and um, they <laughs> are having their issues with their bodies right now. My cousins. Leg is all messed up. my dad is still recovering from his uh torn a c l so you know we went on just a little walk and we talked and stuff like that and um you know some of the things that people do when it comes to certain you know one of the things that we mentioned was like so was some of the things that people do when it comes to certain uh situations um you can't do um you know uh whether it's playing devil's advocate or anything like that and um you, in this particular situation, like you, you can't do that. There's no, oh, this was taken out of context and stuff like that. Like you have to be very careful about what you write, what you mean, and stuff like that. Because when it comes to racism and when it comes to this problem, what you say is going to be what you mean. It's not. It's there's not going to be a, oh, there was an underlying message or oh, there was a message under a message or,
1: yeah.
0: like with this issue everything you say is going to be what you mean. And, you know, when it comes to, like you were saying, like people are are forced to, to start being held accountable. You know, you look at Drew Brees and stuff like that. And, you know, some people listen, aren't going yeah. to, yeah. Like, you know, it, some people aren't going to accept that. But at the same time, like, I, I accept his apology because I think that maybe he comes from, a style of, you know, a very white predominant lifestyle and something that <clears throat> I know a lot of people stand by the flag. And I don't think that necessarily the racist, but I don't think that they're up on game when it comes to, you know, equality and, and even putting the black man above anybody else. Um, right. So I don't necessarily think that there's a lot of people that are are you know racist out there? But I don't think that they're fully educated on what we do go through and how we do go through it. So you know, there's people out there that are like Drew Brees and stuff like that that are like, I didn't realize that you know, and that's what I want people to say. I don't want people to say, oh, it was taken out of context. I don't want people to say, oh, you know, I said this, but I I know this not. Nah, like if you're gonna speak on an issue, if you're gonna have An opinion, then you have to do the knowledge on it. You have to watch the hard videos that are hard to watch. You have to do all of your research on it and you have to feel it. Because if you say you feel it and you're not speaking about feeling it, then you don't really feel it.
1: Yep. Yep. That's perfectly put. Um, Better than what I could put because I was kind of confused on what I was trying to say. But basically, what you said. And, you know, that there are people that, you know, really liked what I said. And yeah. there are people that don't. It, it, the whole thing is just me voicing how I feel about this sort of movement, this sort of thing. I've always been like that. I always will be. Doesn't matter if you're a friend or not. If I see something, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, there's like you said, there is no room for for context or room for error when it comes to stuff like this. It's you have, you know, speak out how you want, and you know, it is what it is. Um, but I did want to, I completely, I knew there was something I was forgetting and it was the Drew Brees thing. So Drew Brees got lit up on Twitter, <laughs> like on, on everything really. Um, so he was on some Yahoo thing. I don't know. It was like an interview, uh, with Yahoo. And the guy asked me if people were thinking about bringing, um, like players were thinking about bringing back the kneeling. Sort of the national anthem thing. And Drew Brees is like, Oh, I, I will never respect that. You know, that's disrespectful to the flag. And you know, my grandparents are troops. And I just hear him say that. And I'm like, how can you still be this lost on uh, what the, mm-hmm. the, the meaning behind it was like Kaepernick didn't go to military people and ask, how should I do this in this sort of, how should I, you know protest in this sort of way and they said kneel for the flag the he's not this was never about the military ever it was never about the military it was never about the flag it was about protesting injustice and racism in America with cops and and just things in general but it, it in that sort of sense as well and he got lit up for it. A lot of his teammates actually spoke out about it. Michael Thomas ripped him a new one. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Emmanuel Sanders, one of the line, one of the defensive players on the team, too. I forget his name mm-hmm. at the moment. But there was a couple players that uh, definitely were upset with Drew. And literally the whole city of New Orleans was actually disgusted with Drew. Now, my question to you is when he comes out and says – he comes out and apologizes and then he quote tweets Donald Trump and all this stuff. Do you think it's real or do you think it's him trying to save his own ass at that point? Because a lot of people say, if you say how you feel, that's it. Like there's no changing it. But I feel like even with Drew saying that dumb, dumb ass statement, it was him. I think a lot of people going after him, he was kind of like, Oh wow. I really like, really actually missed the mark on this. What what is your take on this whole Drew Brees thing? Because I'm 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 a little conflicted on it myself because I want to just say fuck Drew Brees, but at the same time it's like people some people do actually learn, you know?
0: Yeah. Um here's the thing. If it was like Eli Manning, which don't get me wrong, that's my guy. I'm a Giants fan. But if it was Eli Manning, who comes from, (laughs) I have a chipper white brother and a chipper white dad and a chipper white mom, then I'd be like, I don't know if that's real. Like, my man is a politically correct guy. But it's just like, for me, I felt like it was real based on him directing it towards somebody instead of saying, hey, I was wrong this, that, and the third, and sure, that could have been his PR team, you know, saying, hey, listen, you know, if you go out here and, 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 quote, tweet Donald Trump, then that'll make it look better for, for these, for these black and brown kids out here in, uh, in New Orleans, um, but I believe that it was real, you know, there's not really anybody that I could look to and say, well, and look what he's surrounded by, it's, it's definitely fake, um you know Drew Brees has always stood on his own um he's always been a man of very few words uh you know I right I don't really recall Eli talking a lot until he retired but I could recall way more times that you know you got a quote from Eli than you got from Drew Brees so I do think that he was very passionate about the flag I do think that he was very very passionate about what the flag represented to him and what his home life might represent but I also think that somebody I also think that somebody really told him like yo you don't realize like what you said could affect me and many different people and to me I feel like it might have been Michael Thomas to have a guy that young who's you know just he's a a stud athlete but for him to speak out on the things that he was speaking out against and to be that upset at you and have that publicly out there that he was upset you know I, I believe that it was one of those guys that took him to the side and was like yo bro like this really hurts like this this really sucks like you know, you're you're my guy, I look up to you, you're my QB, you're the one that's got me all of these yards and all of these touchdowns and all of this stuff. Like, but this is a real thing. This is something that really affects me and it affects so many other people. And maybe he did get in his ear and tell him, like, you need to come out and in, in, in support of us because uh you don't realize half of your goddamn roster is black. Um, so so you know, along with it being you know, genuine, he probably did get in his ear and tell him, like, hey, bro, you do not want to piss none of these boys off because these are a whole bunch of big and, black, uh, big and black boys that you got on your squad that are mm-hmm. protecting your ass and, and saving your ass. And right. you don't realize that uh, these guys like Miles Garrett and all of these boys are, that are coming back, they're going to be gunning for you. Yeah. So I, I definitely do think that it was genuine um, due to the fact that we don't hear him a lot. And uh, how he went about it was way more genuine than some of the people in our own area. So
1: this is where I'm conflicted because I agree with that, but here's the thing: I see. He's just so white. He's, so white. he's so white. Well, far. yes, he's white. He's white as white can be. But <laughs> the other thing is, he's 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 kind of a Trump guy. Yeah, he is. Dude. And for me, it's kinda hard to look past that when, mm-hmm. you know, Trump is who he is. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's it's hard for me to really like see him say that thing, those things about the flag and just how clueless it like it was. And just maybe based on personal experience and how people act around here. Maybe yeah. I'm just in that mindset. But but for me, Drew had to say it because I mean, if he didn't, I think every opposing defensive lineman would have squashed him. Yeah. And I still think they they will. I, I I don't think every player is genuinely thinking Drew Brees is you know very regretful for his comments. Zendarius Smith, mm-hmm. my my boy from Green Bay, is is ready for that Week Three game. And he posted it on Instagram. So I'm a little I'm a little afraid for Drew Brees in that sense not gonna lie Zendarius is a bad boy out there but that's my only thing is him being a Trump guy maybe he realizes what he voted for is pretty bad and him hanging out with Drew Brees and you know him hanging out with Donald Trump at the LSU game one of the LSU games I think it was the championship game it's it's a bad look all around and
0: yeah.
1: I'm just not I'm just not certain until I see him because you it's easy to apologize it's it's harder More to, yeah. You know what I mean, like you could you could quote tweet Donald Trump and saying you know you missed the mark and all this stuff. Go out and show your support. Show your, you know, you actually changed your mindset. You know what I mean? It, it, like I said, Johnny Manziel used to do this all the time, where he would apologize for the things he's done, and then he go right back to doing the dumb shit he mm-hmm. did. So it, it really all depends on his actions, I think, at this point. So I'm not going to read too much into his apology yet, just because. I'm just not sure. I, you know, it's it, it, it it's easy to be fooled on that stuff. So I'll, yeah, I'll wait yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, another guy, kind of doing the same thing. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, Jake Paul. He <laughs> he got in some shit. Um, that clown ass dude. And it's funny because, you know. Okay, so I'm gonna admit something. While I was on this quarantine. You know, I kind of fell in a rabbit hole of just listening to a bunch of podcasts. Ones that I've always listened to, like Popular Man, like Random Acts of Podcasts, and then there's ones that I haven't ever listened to and was kind of curious about. And I fell like, uh, it's going it's gonna be embarrassing to admit this, but I was kind of fell into uh, an impulsive thing because Andrew Schultz got interviewed on there, and I was kind of curious as to how that went, and. I actually liked the interview and how Logan Paul and his his buddy Mike kind of work on the podcast, and so I kind of fell into a thing of like listening to his interviews and stuff. And he just put out—I don't know if you saw—he just put out an episode about everything that's going on, and I was actually like blown away, almost, at how not only like responded or like acted on how like he knows about his white privilege but also went to the protests and shit so it's like two different sides of logan paul i've seen ever in my life i was very confused and again it's it brings up the question if he's genuine or not because when i'm watching these podcast listening to these podcasts he's doing i'm like Dude, it's kind of changed a little. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm bugging. I don't know. Maybe I just fell in a hole. Um, Respond to the Jake Paul stuff first, because he did actually get charged with um, trespassing and can serve up to six months, apparently. Um, Something like that. And then it responds to the Logan Paul thing I just mentioned.
0: Both of them are fucking idiots. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I don't like either of them. Jake Paul being out there. I think Jake Paul is a wannabe black kid uh, in a white man's body. Um, and I, I, I definitely think, you know, by the clothes he wears, by the style that he has and stuff like that, he's one of these pretty TikTok boys that just wants to be around the home. He's so bad. Um, but isn't acceptable. No. He's a fucking clown. He's a clown. Um, I there's not really much that i could say on, on jake paul other than the fact that just stay your white ass in the house um and as as far as logan goes uh it all sounded good but that's somebody that i'm like bro this has been in your family for uh, forever you you have a a youtube video with you some white girl shaking her ass and then uh and you know your brother and your whole team, I've, what, whatever it's called. I think it's called like Team Ten or something like that. That's Jake calls. Yeah, and, and Logan's know, Maverick, I think something like that. All of the well, both of the brothers were in the in the video. That's the crazy part. So it's like what video? The, the, they did a rap video, an, an actual rap song. And they did a video for it. And there's a girl in there. There's, like, two other rappers. And it's just a whole bunch of white boys. And I think there's, like, two black people that are actually in the video. But it's just very whitewashed. Like it's Right, just, right. Yeah. It, it's just trying too hard. So it's, like, I, <clears throat> it's cool. I, I, I saw you repost it. And then I listened to what he was saying. And it sounds good. But I, I think that he's one of those people that's just trying so that, you know, 14-year-old kids that do still pay attention to him, even though he used to be a Disney guy or a Nickelodeon guy, and now he's cursing all of a sudden and he's on YouTube going crazy and doing all of this weird stuff. So the the, the few kids and stuff like that, or the few parents that still do listen to him and still do back him, I'm sure that he's looking to gain attraction from what he's saying but I don't think either of those dudes are are genuine in their, uh, in their actions or their words. I actually want to fight both of them. Like, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to box either of them because don't get it twisted. A lot of people on this earth think, you know, if I go on Twitter and I say I want to beat somebody's ass or I want to smoke somebody, don't get it twisted. If you do, any amount of training with a, a a boxer who's made it Shannon Briggs is no joke um so i don't want to box either of them boys, but i will I will definitely see them in a in a fist fight outside anywhere um right and I definitely do want to fight them for some money and you know could. <laughs> Uh the winner winner gets ten G's. I don't got ten G's to put up, but winner gets ten G's. If I if if you win, then shoot. Uh I'll do ten thousand push ups. But <laughs> uh if I win I need ten G's from you up front. We go put my mama in the house and that that's 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 gonna be that. Um because I, I can't I can't stand them dudes, man. I don't like them at all. There's nothing that I like about them. I think that they got famous because they were pretty boys that were on Nickelodeon and I I don't know. They just they they did the old uh, the the old trick where either you come out a crackhead when you're a teen star or you you end up wanting to be something that you're not and those those boys are.
1: And it's it's tough because I, I don't I didn't like Logan. I, I mean the jury's still kind of out on that because I'm, I'm listening to these like the, the podcasts. podcasts
0: are good man the
1: podcasts are good. I can't I he's, can't discredit the podcasts. they're good. They're good at it. And then Mike, that Mike I feel like Logan surrounds himself with better people than Jake yes. does. I yes. don't think Jake has any you know source of like direction in terms of. Yes not only content, but just being a person, being a human. Like it's weird. Like, so I, I watched this thing where this podcast with the whole family, basically it was like the dad the and, and then the, the Paul brothers mm-hmm. and the way Jake and Logan act or talk or, you know, just like present themselves is so different. It's kind yes. of creepy. Like yes. Logan was like, seems like the smarter kid who has a head on his shoulders, has a direction, made a decent amount of mistakes and is trying to learn from it. Whereas Jake, that was Logan. Jake is more so just, I don't give a fuck what you think and I'm just going to act how I act. And if you don't Mm -hmm. like it, suck my dick. It's It's a weird contrast of brothers. And I understand the hate for Logan, but again, I got to play devil's advocate and just say, I, I just, where i don't i don't remember a time of logan being super racist ever no. i could be wrong because i haven't really followed logan i just always thought he made cringy content mm-hmm. but outside of that i never saw anything racist unless he did some type of thing with ksi that was kind of you know race-based i don't know that could be me i i guess like I, I i just started following and listening to his stuff recently so yeah. it's been kind of weird listening and being like wow I actually kind of because you know what happened my brother bought this that Mike guy's book the one that does the podcast with Logan Yeah, he made a book about his like addictions and all that stuff and I'm like why the fuck did my brother <laughs> buy this bullshit I was like I am ready to fight this kid right now what and so I'm, I'm like in my head I'm like I can't believe he bought that bullshit but I'm like Why did he buy, I was like curious as to why he bought it. And then they did like a podcast of like talking about his like addiction. I, I got hooked. It's the weirdest thing. But again, back to the Logan Paul video and the Jake Paul thing, it's, it's just two different people, man. I just, I really, like I said, I try to compartmentalize. Is that the right way of saying it? Compartmentalize. Mm -hmm. Yeah of how, of Logan's message, and if he's full of shit, and if Jake Paul was in the wrong place at the wrong time, I think Jake Paul's a shithead, and he always Mm -hmm. will be, because he has no direction, because he's garbage, he always will be, he uses his, you know, he tries to use things for clout, and I just, I've, Logan said he was at, the protests and I didn't see any videos or pictures of it, which is interesting because Jake Paul used video to show that he was there. So I feel like one is, you know, using this as a, like a, Oh my God, look where I am. And the other is like, I'm actually out here. Yeah. And I just feel like even, even if Logan's a shithead and you don't like him, I kind of respect.
0: I I do give him respect because I'm starting to see where you're coming from a little bit more because there is a video out there that lingers of uh, some girl that, like, I'm pretty sure she spit in his face or poured water on him or something like that.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Something, something crazy like that. And he, which I would have freaked out.
1: He would oh, yeah. freak out. A hundred percent.
0: And I'm pretty sure he just told her, like, hey, you know, I'm Logan Paul. Like, you don't have to like me but you know it's 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 rude to pour water on people and um she said something about what he was doing or something like that and he was like yeah well then talk to me um so yeah out of the, out of the two i i definitely want to knock jake's head off more than i want to knock logan's head off but i still want to knock logan's head off too because i think logan thinks that he's the shit right
1: that's fair that's fair. I, you know, I, it was just kind of curiosity to me when he posted that video. I was just like, out of all the people that get it, <laughs> I didn't think it'd be him. You know what I mean? Like when he post, I watched the whole thing. Cause he only put up the two minute, 20 second thing. I mm-hmm. watched, I listened to the whole pot. Well, actually watched the whole podcast and I was like, holy shit, this kid gets it. This mm-hmm. is kind of freaking me out a little bit because you, like I said, Again, I'm used to the people around here and being like, how the fuck do you not get it? Yeah. And then I see Logan Paul and what he says, and I'm like, okay, how the fuck do you really not get it? Mm-hmm. Because if this kid gets it, <laughs> how do you not get it? Like, it's just – it was mind-blowing to me. But I was just kind of curious, and I also hope Jake Paul gets arrested. Anyway, so now that we're done with that, um, now this whole thing I feel like is becoming – it's becoming a Democrat versus Republican thing. Again, we always end up back at the spot where everyone's telling us to vote. everyone's telling us to, you know make sure you you elect the right people. And for me, I, I mean, it's come down to two people who I think are terrible for the job um, in Trump and in Biden. And why I came to this conclusion is because Joe Biden's video, of his, um, what do he say? Don't shoot him in the heart, shoot him in the leg. And it's like, how about you don't shoot anyone? What, what, what about that message? What? Shoot him in the leg. What are you talking about? And, and I just feel like as a country for another four years, we're fucked. <laughs> I just, I, I can't even believe that these are our two choices like these are the people that we have to choose from between trump and biden what is happening (laughs) what is happening like i was like okay all biden has to do is say nothing is say nothing even if he says shit and he like he goes on this rant like he always does where he just like forgets that he's a human being that he's trying to run for president. It's better than what he actually said. All he has to do is really say nothing, just hide in the shadows, tweet, and racism. And he's, he's golden. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out and says this and you're like, what, <laughs> why, why would you say that? I, I, what are your thoughts on this whole thing of, you know, who we got for <clears> the next <throat> four years? Um, it's been like this
0: forever. It's a bunch of people that have money and power. And uh, that's, that's basically it. No knowledge of what's going on in the real world. Um, No knowledge of what will happen. Uh, You know, and I, I don't want people to take the last episode because I've heard people be like, well, how you, how didn't you support, you know, um, how didn't you support Obama when he came into power? Cause it's cool you know like <clears throat> i just saw the, the the big crit you know it's the 10 year anniversary of crit was here and uh yeah. my favorite song was as small as a giant And he mentions you know like obama ain't getting me no checks um but i do believe that if he had more room to like obama would have done more um it's the same thing with kennedy Everybody else, I mean, I guess like you could say that a little bit about Reagan, but everybody else except Kennedy, Obama, and Abe, you just throw them away. I don't care about the Roosevelt's. I definitely don't care about the Bushes. I don't want another Donald Trump until I'm, I've passed away, and even then I don't want it just in case I do have a grandchild or a child, which will never happen, but just in case um you know what I'm saying so it's like I'm used to this like I'm used to this and for the most part I'm upset because you know when it comes to certain things like I'm upset for like my parents my grandparents your parents your grandparents and stuff like that because a lot of this stuff affects them when it comes to these taxes and you know these retirement funds and, and the stimulus is apparently there's a rumor going around here that the if you've accepted the stimulus, um, it, it it takes money off of your your retirement fund and how much you get from that. So you know, <clears throat> as far as right now, I'm upset for them, but I'm it's just I have no words for it. Because it's just like, I, I don't know what else to expect. Like, I don't know what else to expect. We get a good president. He's going to have good ideas. But just like how we were talking about Ryan Shearer, and we were talking about how his message was awesome. But it, it's hard, man. You can't, you can't overrule something that literally is a whole team of just racist, powerful, neglectful people. Right, um, you know what I'm saying? like you can't get get in a house of ten racists, and this isn't the blind side man you're not you're not you're not just gonna make a change just by being that one guy like that that doesn't happen, so you know um I don't know man like you you would have to strip away every single branch of the The government and you would have to strip away all of this and and just tear it down, and no matter what, no matter who comes into power, no matter whether it's freaking Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, Kanye West, the blackest of the black, Stevie Wonder, I don't care who it is, it could be James Brown. At the end of the day, there's only so much that they're going to be able to do because of all of these damn racist people that are actually in power. So, I don't know, Joe Biden better be lucky that he has two two years left in his life because he uh this dude <laughs> this dude is is old as dirt and you could tell by the way that he talks donald trump just needs to go back to telling black people they're fired um it's just i'm 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 through with it man i don't need there to be any government what i need is for actual people to run the damn government, actual normal human beings. You and me, I need people like us right. to run the damn, to look towards the future. That's why I was so hyped for like dudes like Andrew Yang, man. Like I wanted dudes like that to get into office because I knew that he would have brought a whole bunch of people that were smart, and I knew that there was some, some stuff, like, his his camp was talking about that he was, like, laying people off and not caring about his people, but, like, people that are normal dudes that love, like, UFC and love, like, you know, just technology and looking towards the future, I need, I need dweebs, man, I want, like, I want nerds. <laughs> I want, like, Elon Musk and and Andrew Yangs, and and, and I need people like me and you who love doing podcasts and stuff like that. Like, I want people that are actually going to be able to relate, not people that are going to sit in the White House and talk through a damn Zoom video call or go outside the White House and have their Secret Service bring in all of these news reporters and stuff like that. Like, I need an Obama 2.0. Cause he was out there and you know, he was, he was talking to the people and stuff like that, but I I need somebody that's going to know what the people want and be able to relate to us.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. We need to stop uh, putting in 80 year old white men in the white house. Yeah. My personal thing is I just, I wish that there was someone younger that would, even when Bernie Sanders was in, it was like, how how much does he really care? How long is he really going to live? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, Biden's, Biden's, as far as I'm concerned, Biden is cooked. Like, Biden yes. is just lost. And uh, you know, he's, he's got some type of dementia thing going on. I don't know. He's, 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 he's as uh, mush upstairs as, as anyone can be, you know? and. I just hope that there. I don't know who his vice president is at the moment. But I not tell you. Either. I, but I hope it's someone. I forget. With,
0: I voted. I forget. <laughs> I, I wasn't voted, too. and I still forget.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I forgot. I ain't gonna lie to you. I completely forgot who. Who was? I didn't even. I was just like, you know what? Whatever. But yeah, we need we need better because even when. You know, we had Bernie Sanders, and there was um, Kamala Harris. Who at no, absolutely not. And what's what's the other woman's name? He, she was older, white.
0: I forget her name. I know what you're talking about, though.
1: People, I, I was kind of with her, but then there was—I don't know. It was just like there's no one I've really ever, even. I mean, Obama, I guess, was really the only one I was really like for. You know what I mean? Yeah. The past eight years the presidential candidates have been horrible really yeah and even the ones that i want in over the ones that i think are garbage it's like Mm -hmm. i don't really love them either you know so i don't feel like and i've always said this politician all politicians are full of shit as far as i'm concerned every single one of them they're not for anybody but themselves so maybe If I could find a, you know, we need to find a genuine human being, like you said, that actually cares about the people because there is literally nobody that I've seen since I've been able to actually vote that gives a shit at all. Like, not one. You know, Hillary Clinton, I didn't want to vote for, but I did because I wasn't voting for Trump. I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. I didn't want, I don't want to vote for him, but who else am I going to fucking vote? I'm not voting for Trump. It's literally just like put, anybody else in but who's in office right now because he literally wants our people dead (laughs) like it's he wants our you know he wants to go to war with our own country yep so literally anybody that has a different mindset than that at this point is fine literally Mm -hmm. is fine it's it's literally like you could have put nick Wright in office i'm like all right whatever that's fine fuck it (laughs) but <laughs> you can't you can't you, I, I just can't see a world where we elect this cheeto in again i, I can't i can't do it anymore it, it's every time i see him tweet i'm just miserable i'm like why why did i not block you at unreal but you need to keep him you, you can't block him because you need to see things he says it's in order to to stay tuned with the shit that's going on in the world and it piss yeah cuz i just I hope by November we get Biden for four years. He forgets who he is and we just kind of, you know, get through the four years and then we actually get, you know, candidates that aren't garbage. That's just my only hope at this point. That's really only all of our only hopes at this point. Um, So, yeah. So, you know, shout out to everyone that's, you know, in the protests. My guy, Jason Buford at uh, Passion Weiss, he's out in Brooklyn doing his thing. I see pictures with him every day. So shout out to him. Shout out to uh, Jeff Weiss, who's actually the Passion Weiss, you know, creator. He actually got arrested in uh, Los Angeles for peaceful mm-hmm. protesting. So shout out to him. He's free, thank God. Um, yeah, shout out to you know we had something in Carbondale yesterday. Shout out to all the people that were there. Shout out to all the people that are in Scranton doing doing the protest right now. I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I can go Saturday. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, um, shout out to everyone making a difference. And you know donating and doing all that stuff i don't want to do a whole podcast of this again because it's just depressing and i just i need to think about other things at this moment so let's get into me particularly getting slandered um which was uh, probably like what three weeks ago at this point two weeks ago Yep. so before i get into that i want to shout out everyone who's been you know what list you know reading all my writing you know I've really been getting into writing since the beginning of twenty twenty um got back into album reviews uh, I feel like I'm much better you know at it than I was when I started in twenty seventeen um, cause i was i I actually went back and read the the twenty seventeen reviews from i stopped i think like September of twenty eighteen and they were absolutely garbage the it was the worst writing I've ever had in my life, and I did it consecutively like every day almost so you know. I feel like I've gotten so much better as a writer and I found the passion for it again. So to everyone who actually retweets my shit and favorites my shit and reads it, uh, shout out to y'all. I just had Elliot Wilson like my Freddie Gibbs Alchemist review, so that's dope as hell. Uh, Shout out to him, I've been following him at Rap Radar for a while now, so um, thank you for that. And so there was, you know, as a white guy talking about hip hop, there comes problems. And so I reviewed Future's latest album, High Off Life. And I think it was really just because of the way I worded it in my tweet, where I said he flopped. And I think that's the, the thing no, that... No, no, no,
0: Nope. But continue.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll wait to hear your response then. But I tweeted something like, uh, you know... Uh, what did I, what did I say? I forget even like, I was just like, it flopped. It's not good. And, you know, I didn't get told to kill myself this time. So that's pretty cool. But I did get told, you know, I'm white. I shouldn't have an opinion on hip hop. (laughs) Um, You know, I I got, you know, the book thrown at me on that one. Um, And it was, you know, I knew it was going to happen because I know how future fans are. I'm as a future fan myself, I was kind of shocked that, you know, I got that much hate. I just didn't like the album that much. I just thought it was weak. Um, You know, I haven't really gotten anything since that moment of getting trashed in that that sense. But there is a bigger, you know, question to be had. As, As a white guy who's writing about hip hop, a lot of people say white people shouldn't write or consume hip hop music. Now, what is your take on that as a black guy? As a black man, you know, who loves hip hop like he does, who's very knowledgeable on hip hop like he is, I'm curious because, you know, it's it's a thing that always happens on Twitter. Every time a white guy gives their shitty opinion on hip hop, it's white people shouldn't talk about hip hop. And of course, I'm grouped into that because I'm a white guy talking about hip hop. So, give me your thoughts on that whole thing that happened.
0: Here's the thing. <clears throat> Any sport, you have top 10. There's a white guy in it. Any music you could think of. Country is ruled by white men. Rock is ruled by white men. Rap is ruled by black men. But in your top 10, if you don't have Eminem in there, if you do not have Marshall Mathers in there, then you're a drunk. That is somebody that's lived a black lifestyle. That is somebody that's consumed everything black. That is somebody that literally has lived a white man's lifestyle in a black neighborhood. So for me, somebody's knowledge on that doesn't have a color. Consuming is not living. You are out here in a do rag in the middle of New York talking about my body different. <laughs> like, it, it's completely different. So that's why when I started seeing all of that, I came, like, a lot of people would be like, they started looking at my profile and being like, oh, well, you guys are on a podcast together. It had nothing to do with knowing you. It just I read the review. Like, I didn't like, I didn't, I read the reviews. So it's not like, if you were out here saying, like, Yo, futures garbage, da-da-da-da-da. Like, and you were just saying that about every black rapper, then I'd be like, nah, bro, maybe you just need to listen to country music. Right. But you're knowledgeable. My father tells me all the time he loves listening to the podcast because you like you spit game about anything that you talk about. It's not like you're out here just talking shit and just saying stuff just because you need something to talk about or you need to put out content, there's actual substance behind it. You've studied the game. You've come so far because you just mentioned that your reviews in 2017 weren't as good as what they are right now. So you you study the game. I've talked to you about underground rappers. You know more rappers than I do. And I literally listen to every new album, good or bad, that comes out. As, as soon as it hits... Twelve o'clock every night I'm on Apple Music and Spotify. I have a subscription with both, which is really killing my goddamn uh my bank account. but at the same time like i I just can't miss anything. I have every single you know uh actual app that puts out actual music except like the mixtape ones like I wait for those um but like audio Mac, all of those stuff that comes out there, so all of, like the loose. The loose singles that comes out from rappers and stuff like that i'm I'm there, and you know more rappers than I do. So at the end of the day, like, you can't tell somebody they're wrong for studying something. like am I not supposed to be am I not supposed to uh, to know anything about science? because you know, most of that is ruled by white men. You know, am, am I, am I not? does mathematics have a color? Like, we're sitting here, and we're talking about rhythm and poetry. And I, and I get that. I get that people are like, oh, well, you know, you don't, but you're not trying to live the life. You're speaking what you're hearing and what you're hearing isn't great to you. And if you if you didn't like any of it, then you, I know you, you just wouldn't listen to it. Um, there was one of these guys, he's are One of these guys that goes to the schools and tries to piss off all of the students there by like saying whatever. Um, He literally was like, I don't listen to rap because number one, I don't come from it. And number two, I just don't think that there's any substance to it. I like classical music, which a lot of people took, offense to but i was like no if you don't come from it and you don't like any of the music then i would rather you go listen to something else than call all of the music garbage right so to me it had nothing to do with your color it was the fact or it had nothing to do with you living a a certain life or anything like that or you not having an opinion what it was was people wanted that whack-ass album and they made it easy because you were white that was why because if i said it then people would be like nah you're tripping but because you were white that was the narrative that they were able to spin and that's always going to be the narrative unless you're sitting there speaking great about logic and and eminem then they'd be like oh well took figures but you don't even like Logic and Eminem's music. <laughs> so as, as far as their new music, so it's like, I, yeah. I don't, it, it, for me, it's just people not knowing you and wanting to spin a narrative how they think it, they could spin it because it's insecurities. And a lot of people that talk about, you don't live this life, neither do they. So I, to, to me, it's it's I, it has nothing to do with you actually know it and like it just has something to do with people being insecure and people wanting to protect people, especially our color, which I'm all for protect our color. But within reason, if somebody actually has some knowledge on it and actually does a review, rather than just putting out a tweet saying, well, future music is fucking garbage and he just needs to go away. that's something completely different.
1: Right. And I'd said in the review that this is the anomaly yeah his music this was yeah. i this is the first album I haven't liked since like uh twenty fourteen twenty fifteen so since I that moment like it's been... that
0: much i like future as a person because he he doesn't hold any punches when it comes to these women, and i'm right. the same way but other <laughs> other than that like uh like i don't i don't like i love his features, but I don't really like like there's like for me, I I can't think of a no skipper. Like I can't think of a no skipper. And people would look at me and be like, "Yo, you're stupid, you're crazy. Like you're you're crazy." But I don't even I can't even find a no skipper. So it's like yeah. you you have a bunch of that. You you know
1: more about the Future than I do. Yeah, I just I just I definitely think it was more just Future fans pissed off that I gave him a 5.1 out of 10 as opposed to, you know, like a seven I gave that shit a zero. I
0: listened to that whole album. I have really gave it a zero. <laughs> Black people would have
1: been mad at me. It, it's, it's just, I mean, I get it because there are a lot of white people in hip hop that just disrespect it. You know, mm-hmm. you look at like Lil Dicky's in this shit and he just is garbage as a rapper. You know, I like him though. <laughs> he's funny as hell. <laughs> See, I don't even find him funny like that. I don't. I don't you know, like uh, G G G the shit. I I he's horrible. Yeah, he's horrible. Yeah. Th- those are guys. Even though he's a good dude, from what I understand, yeah, he's someone that I, I think he kind of makes a mockery of it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But his music, I think, it's corny. You know, Logic is definitely making a mockery of hip hop, in my opinion. And then there are people in the hip hop, you know, world in the music industry who don't give a shit about it or just yeah. have these opinions about black people and shits out shitting on them and it's like what the fuck and it, again this is another, another thing about screen everyone loves eminem and logic here but i put on fucking polo g which i know you don't like but i'm just that's just a name that came to my head if i put on like freddie gibbs people are like oh what is this he's not talking about anything like yeah exactly and you hear eminem and logic i mean logic literally says in his album his like last album like i ain't saying shit (laughs) like lyrics don't matter to me so for me i think it was more so just because i shit on future but i get the sentiment but the first this is funny the first guy that came after me that said you are white he fought with a couple people that uh, i follow or whatever that defended me that work at a that uh, right for what you expect and like five hours later he goes he tweets at me he goes this is really well written though i'm like but why the fuck did you say anything yeah. to begin with you didn't even read yeah. this shit what the fuck? Exactly. so it's like i get it because like i i just feel like it's something that i've worked hard to know and like really like study upon you know what i mean like it's not something i take for granted like mm-hmm. I can't, I've always been the kid that listened to hip hop when I was younger. Like I got made fun of for listening to Mac Miller or like listening to Wiz Khalifa when I was in high school because everyone loved the fucking scream shit in my grade. So like, it's just something I've always been a fan of since I was a kid. Like since I was in like middle school pretty much when I gave a shit about music at that point. And I, you know, not not to say like I was like upset by the comments because all they did was make me laugh for the most part. Because I have Mayo in my fucking name on Twitter. So it's not mm-hmm. like it hurts me when people make fun of me because I'm white. You know what I mean? I just, you know, with, with that article in particular, it's like, what is Future saying that I shouldn't, that I don't understand? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I'm yeah. not toxic enough. I don't know.
0: I just, I, don't I. even None of this shit has anything to do with me in black. I, I, nothing. Logic, Logic talked more about being black in his last three albums than Future talked about it, any of that shit. <laughs> he, you could go to the strip club, you could find seven different women, you could have seven different baby mamas if you wanted to too, because there's a whole bunch of white boys out there that got them. So yeah. th- th- this last album was garbage to the point that I had people, I had white people texting me talking about, uh, I just listened to this Future album, this shit is horrible. I was like, yep, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yep,
1: yeah. that There are, you know, even, like, dudes I'm friends with that, like, like Future and read my articles, like, like not, like, trashing me in a way, but just, like, how did you not like this? And I'm like, I, I just, I didn't find it good, like, at all. Like, there was only, like, five songs that I liked, and I probably won't go back to that much.
0: Like, I was literally out on him until I listened to Lil Yachty's album and he's featured on it and and that that part of me song was i was i was like i'm i'm all future and then i heard i heard part of me and i was like yep i was like i'm back on future <laughs>
1: <laughs> his verse was his verse was. i just actually listened to that before we started the podcast his first his verse was flames the the, the hook yeah. pissed me off honestly yeah.
0: <laughs> A lot of people don't like the whistling. I love the whistling,
1: man. No, the whistling was good. It was the chorus itself where I was like, he just kept saying part of me like 10 times. And I'm like, all right, I get it. Like, yeah. relax. But yeah, I, I think that, you know, you know, even though it's a predominantly black culture and mm-hmm. black, you know, music, there are white people in there that I think get that same amount of respect. And that's really all I'm trying to do with them today is kind of earn that respect as a guy who, who is white, who, you know, knows people who are ignorant towards it. you know.
0: Here's, here's the thing.
1: That understands it.
0: I'm going to tell people this. Next time you write a review and anybody comes in here, I'm going to tell people to shut the F up until they go and DM academics to quit writing or doing anything that's rap
1: related no he don't write
0: he he as far as hip-hop goes don't know more than you don't care more than you so when it comes to that it's one of our own that is even making a mockery of hip-hop so they really can't, somebody that took the time to actually write a review and actually cares about rappers actually knows who rappers are from different cities that aren't just Lil Uzi and, and, and Playboy Cardi and stuff like that. I can't name not one, not one person other than you in the city that knows who O3 Greedo is and Draco the Ruler. So f- for me, like when it, when it comes to rap and stuff like that, that's why I came to your defense because it wasn't just because I knew you it was because I knew the time that you t- it took and I knew what you were able to do and I know that you actually care about this shit.
1: Yeah. And I one, I appreciate you for that, obviously. And two, there was actually a decent amount of people that came to my defense and I was happy about because I mean grant, like I said, it didn't bother me, but it was nice to see people like know mm-hmm. that I am knowledgeable in shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that I do take the time out of my day to learn the culture to listen to the music and actually give it a thorough review because I care you know what I mean if I was if I was writing about a rock album it'd be garbage because I don't mm-hmm. care about the, that that music if I wrote a country review it would be horrible because I hate every single country song on the mm-hmm. fucking planet and I don't the only song I like that's kind of country is the one with Nelly and uh whatever the fuck I'm Tim going McGraw? yeah <laughs> so the only country song I like and I played that song a good amount of times too the past couple of weeks. But that's the only country song that I kind of like. Or maybe the Lil Nas song back in the day, back in you know, last year. But that's it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like country at all. So, for me, I'm just trying to, to show that I give a shit, you know? And that's pretty much it. And for people that don't like me writing about... It's very simple. Like, all you have to do is if you didn't like my shit, all you had to do was not tweet me. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're white. You can't talk about hip hop. Okay. So don't tweet me. And I won't get clout. You just gave me clout. You know what I mean? Like you, you fucked that up. That was my fault. (laughs) Like it, you know, it is what it is though. I'm very appreciative for everyone that, you know, reads my shit and, you know, likes what I write. So, you know, like I said, I just dropped some, well, this podcast is going to come out tomorrow, but I wrote something yesterday for the people that are listening. Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist. Probably the best album this year. Again, Freddie Gibbs going back to back for me.
0: Easy, too.
1: Easy. Easy. It's. It, it, it's... Alchemist is fucking ridiculous. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. They're both on a crazy run right now where Freddie Gibbs hasn't missed since. I don't even know if he's really missed at all. I mean, the one, the, the, the mixtape or the EP or whatever that he came back from jail over in uh where, where was he russia or some shit mm-hmm. I it was that out you only live twice that was probably his weakest project since he i started did. listening to him that and, and even still like crushed glass is still crazy to me yeah but like shadow of a doubt bandana pinata freddie and and now this it's like he's on a ridiculous run he yep. has not missed one fucking time and same with Alchemist this year alone. I mean, he did the Boldy James album. He did Con- even though I didn't love Conway's album, it was still a pretty solid. It was more yeah, Conway's yeah. fault to me than Alchemist's fault. So yep. they're both on a crazy run, and you know I just gave it. I gave it a nine point six out of ten. So shout out to my guy Freddie. That's that's literally number one. It topped Mac Miller's Circles for me and Weekends uh, After Hours. Was it called After Hours? So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, thank, thank you for everyone that reads my shit because I'm trying to, you know, get paid off this shit. I, I need to get paid bad, in a bad way. All right. So the last thing I want to talk about was uh, NBA is coming back July 31st. Um, literally nobody understands <laughs> how this is working at all. I have no clue. Um, apparently, like, there's, like, six or eight extra teams that are, like, gonna play this like for the playoffs for the eighth spot I'm pretty sure it's the Pelicans Blazers Suns somehow the Suns are in there um, Grizzlies Wizards like I don't understand what's going on but they're playing they're going to be playing in Orlando um, I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of precautions to it how do you feel about the NBA coming back because I feel like it's great because I want m b a back, but at the same time, it just feels like i don't know i just i I feel like it's gonna be more of an annoyance than anything, yeah, um
0: me and my dad and my cousin were all saying that it's it's gonna be funny when the first game there's only forty five people in the stands um maybe there's gonna be more because it's in Florida, which is. You know they're they're exonerated from anything that has to deal with coronavirus but um as always yeah like if, if uh if there's not people in the stands it's it's gonna be a crazy world when when you have some of these 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 guys that uh that curse all day all day long yeah um, so they're gonna have to take a lot they're gonna need to put uh, put these uh put these games on like h b o or showtime
1: or something like that. <laughs> At. that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like. Are they going to create crowd noise? Are they going to yeah. like allow people in now because of where they're at? Like, yeah. apparently you can't. Like, the players aren't really allowed to leave or do anything. So, yeah. like, what the? F- they're going to be there until fucking like September. Yeah. Or some shit. They're going to be locked in Orlando for two months, not being and able they- to go out. The only thing they can do is play basketball.
0: Here's the thing, like. For me, what's scary is, what if they do have coronavirus? Like that, that, that for me is huge, man. Because it's like you could get every everybody to play. Like it's not like anybody's like, you know, thank God, you know, and God forbid, it's not like anybody's like actually like dying right now. Right. And I know that if they did, you know, they they were testing before this thing went huge, and I'm sure that they they have the money. I'm sure Adam Silver is taking every precaution, but. Bro, like, this is, like, I, I get that nobody plays defense anymore, but this is, like, there, there's going to be people touching each other. Like, this right. is huge, man. And, and and LeBron James has, what, three kids and a wife at home. Yeah, Like, that's the biggest star on earth right now. Like, if you don't know who LeBron James is, then you're probably not – you probably were just born yesterday. Yeah, because Colombia, Brazil, everywhere that you could think of knows who LeBron James is. Yeah, so I just can't imagine somebody like that. And like I said, God forbid, because I don't want to wish this on anybody. Knocking on wood, currently as we're talking. Um, but like you know, just, bro, just like I don't know, like like you said, you know, I I definitely understand you know your sentiments about uh about it being an annoyance because it's just like. You know, Dana White is – he was trying to do this thing, and, and, you know, there was people breaking through with that, you know. Um, some fights that had to be canceled because of coronavirus and just people in the corner having them, not even the fighters yeah. having it. Um. So it's just like, man, with so many players in the league, so many bench players in the league, like so – I don't know if the, I don't know if anybody in the world has that much money to just be testing all of those players, man. So, especially especially bringing them all to Florida, like, and then what? You're supposed to keep them all in 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 Orlando, like, right? The, some of these people are going to need to catch like red eye flights, and that's another thing. If you have an attendant or something like that, then what if they got it? It's just, you know. Um, I'm glad that it's coming back. I, I hate all of these people that are like, oh my God, that are, that are being like over precautious because yeah. it's, it's annoying, but I definitely, I definitely agree that it is a scary thing, but it's just like, if you don't do it now, you're not going to do it. <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's the big thing for me. Like, if you don't do it now, then you're not going to do it. Yeah. You know, what are you, what People are already talking about this second wave. Like, you have people already talking about this second wave of coronavirus and when it's going to happen and when it's going to drop and how many people are going to drop like flies. And people are still, like, you know, sharing this stuff about, you know, people passing away from coronavirus and the numbers and stuff like that. So it's just like, I get it on everybody's, you know, like, on everybody's level of just saying, like, hey, like, you know, this is scary, but at the same time, like, I don't know what people expect because if you don't get through with it now, it's just, you're never going to get through it. Yeah. Same sure. thing. Same thing I feel about with, with all of these places closing up, like you would tell people to sit in the house all you want. Like you tell people to sit down and, 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 and shut up and just chill out in the house all you want. But It's just like, bro, if you don't start opening stuff now, then you're not going to be able to find the cure later when all of these people stop, you know, giving us the, the, the supplies to, actually help these people and actually you know test and do this stuff like what happens when all of this stuff goes away you know what i'm saying
1: yep it's 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 such a tricky situation and i think it's something that we can't you know be in the middle and like we can't be like oh well we'll do this but we'll be cautious about it it's either do it either open yeah. everything up or don't yeah. that's it there's if you're going to open shit up like there's so many ways you can get it, even if you're precautious. If you're gonna open it up, you might as well just open the whole fucking thing mm-hmm. Like the the bars that are like open but like to the outdoor public and what well, what do you think they're doing? They're all together like hanging out. Like mm-hmm. wait and it's it's all you have to do is wear a mask apparently into a bar and then once you sit down, you could take it off. It's yeah. like well, what's the fucking point of even wearing this shit? Right. Like it just doesn't make it in terms of basketball in terms of the nba it's like you're gonna catch you could if there's one place you're gonna fucking catch it it's gonna be in florida yeah that's that 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 state's a, a shithole right <laughs> like, it's you know so it's like it, nobody in florida knows what they're doing so i don't know it's 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 i'm happy again i'm happy it's back because i want nba basketball and i want there to be a champion and maybe in some way the Celtics can figure it out and win it, but, like, at the same time, it's like, at what cost? If Jason Tatum gets sick with this shit, I'm going to be pissed. Mm -hmm. Like, I was pissed when Marcus Smart got sick with it because of Mm -hmm. Ruth Gobert's dumbass, you know? So it's like – now, here's another question in terms of actual NBA, like, basketball, because the Utah Jazz will be in the playoffs. Diamond Mitchell, I'm not sure if he's cool with Rudy, Rudy Gobert. I'm pretty sure at one point they said that that, that friendship, that relationship is cooked. How do you feel about – like, what do you think the Jazz are going to be like and then the future of it? Because I feel like the Jazz are kind of done as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've never played in the NBA, so it's hard to talk about chemistry. But there's been a lot of people throughout my life that I've been able to play basketball with that I don't really like in real life. So, I mean <laughs> – yeah, I, I guess uh, you know uh, to a certain extent, but if I'm if I'm dominant, you know, I get the job done either way. Uh you know um I don't believe that this is Kobe and Shaq times anymore. I do believe that players are going to be able to get it done if they just don't have egos, you know what I'm saying? Like if you aren't KD, you know what I'm saying? Like I I believe that you could get it done if the, on either side of the party, you know, um I believe that if you have enough talent and and you care about the team enough, I don't need to speak to you. We don't need to talk. Let's just go out here. Let's handle business and let's go home. Um, At the end of the day, I don't believe that the Utah Jazz are winning shit either way. So (laughs) it doesn't like, yeah. um, So, you know, I shouldn't say it doesn't matter to me, but I mean, it it really isn't going to matter in the end of it because it's like their greatest feat is going to be getting out of the first round if they do. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I it's it's funny just because I mean they were kind of up and down all year, mm-hmm. you know, with Mike Conley being dog shit the entire year. I mean he was absolutely useless. And then there's games where Donovan Mitchell just goes missing and he shoots like yeah. 728, and like Rudy Gobert like is just completely useless at times. All mm-hmm. it's 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 a horrible team. It well not a horrible team, but it, it it's a weird mesh. Like it, well, you thought it was going to be great, it's actually not. It's just okay. And with this happening and Donovan Mitchell being as mad as he is, it's like, oh, shit, this, this team could be done. Yeah. And I, I truly, truly hope it is. I truly <laughs> hope it's done. It, it's funny because a lot of people in the beginning, you know, when this was all happening was Rudy Gobert should be released and all this stuff. And I'm like, Rudy Gobert is – as much as I would love it, I think it would be fucking hysterical. He's not going to get released. He's right. Just, now, I do think that no team will sign him to a max deal now. Yeah. I, I think he could, that, he, that, that's done, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, But in terms of him, you know, losing out on um, playing in the NBA, I mean, there's going to be a team that signs him. It just is what it is. But I do think that the Jazz, in particular, could be done. You know, like I said, like you said, we don't know much about chemistry, and you know, I never played for, you know, an, a team, besides like intramural shit, so like, who the fuck am I to say this shit? But at the same time, it's like if Donovan Mitchell, who is your best player, is feeling a type of way about you because of what you did and your your arrogant ways, it's like how how could that be rebuilt? Even if you have a great coach like they do in in um, I, I forget his name at the moment because I forgot all things basketball. but you know, it's like it, it could it, the jazz could be cooked, and mm-hmm. I would take so much joy in that because every Utah fan is trash. And it's great, and I would personally love if the Utah Jazz just became nothing. Yep. But do you think there's a team that's going to benefit from this, or is it just like every team's kind of like, you know, it's up for, uh, you know, it's you know up for grabs at this point?
0: Who did I see that was playing basketball not
1: that long ago that was in the NBA?
0: Trey. Here... Was it Trey Young? No, it was somebody else who was in an empty gym. I feel like it was a big man, Mitch Robinson. Maybe, maybe, maybe Mitch. Maybe Mitch. It might have even been Bam. Bam might have been in there by himself. Yeah. Um. But those are the guys. Like I, I feel like if if you were play if you played basketball at all, which I haven't. Um, if you were able to play basketball at all within this time frame, then you benefit from this because i I feel like every all the guys that have it the most that you were doing was working out and playing in your in your uh in your crib, but I don't know, I doubt that LeBron James' wife was letting anybody come to crib with his daughter in there, so I doubt that any trainers were just like. Yeah, come on, come on in, like, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just like, you know, um, and I pray to God that nobody in the West, <laughs> nobody in the West benefits from this because uh, if our eight games is um, the first eight that we're supposed to have since all of these games got p- uh, postponed, um, the Denver Nuggets literally face the Spurs, they face the Lakers, and then they face the Clippers, and then after that, they face an easy team, and then after that, they face the Toronto Raptors. So, if that's eight games, then we slide down at least three uh, three spots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I, I just, I, I'm, I'm praying to God that, you know, uh, the Nuggets have it together, but the guys that are working out, the guys that are staying in the gym, the guys that are you know, focused and in watching film and just staying a part of it. Dame Lillard looks fat. Um, I saw him at the protest. I didn't see him in person, but like I, I saw a picture of him at the protest. And my man looks thick right now. Um so so, you know, the the guys that have just been eating and just sitting around, man, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be and I, I believe basketball overall is gonna be a little bit tough to watch. We might see. We haven't seen eighty-point games since two thousand and ten playoffs. We might go back to seeing stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I think there is one team and one team only that benefits the most from not only quarantine but just having this time off. The Orlando Magic. <laughs> no, there, there's no hope in them at all. Uh, <laughs> no hope in the Orlando Magic. No, no, they could <laughs> play every round. game. They could play every game in the Orlando Magic Stadium, have the other team blindfolded, and they still probably find a way to lose. There's no hope for the Orlando Magic. I love <laughs> but that's, that's about all you have. One team, though, and that is the Houston Rockets. Why? Ooh. Because James Harden has been getting in shape. He's mm-hmm. skinnier than I've ever seen him, probably Ooh. since Arizona State. During this time, of the Houston Rockets, there's always. At the end of the year, they always falter because they've just been playing so many games because their play style is regular season type of basketball where they don't, you know, by the time playoffs come, they're out of energy because they've – James Harden maxed out his 50-point games. Yeah. That could change with him being off for two, three months. Right. You saved all that energy back up. You're good to go. Most definitely. So, you know – if there's one team that benefits from it and with their superstar, it's it's the Rockets and James Harden because now it's like, oh, he won't be burnt out by the end of the year. Yeah, now, yeah. We'll, we'll learn at this point if it's him being burnt out or him just not being clutch enough to do anything in the playoffs. Yeah. That's going to be key. But as far as, you know, if we go by the, the thought of being burnt out at that point, James Harden might have the edge up on a lot of players. Yeah, most definitely.
0: Most definitely. I didn't even I mean, think about that. You know that's Russell perfect.
1: Westbrook's gonna come with the heat always. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And he's been working out throughout this time too. So yeah, that's 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 gonna be big. It's definitely gonna be big.
1: Yep. Yeah. It, it it all comes down to if the chemistry is gonna be back with a lot of teams or not. Like are the you know, like my team, the Celtics, are they gonna be are they is Jason Tatum gonna come back and drop forty points a game like he was? You know right. what I mean? Like is Jalen Brown gonna be as efficient as he was? Is Kemba Walker gonna come back and actually be a fucking good point guard as opposed to the last like month when he was playing or he was horrible. Is Gordon Hayward going to be a, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot to it. I think everyone is pretty much on the same playing field but when you think about James Harden it's how every year at the end it, it turns out. It's it's interesting to think about.
0: Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely.
1: Yeah. So we talked about pretty much everything I want to talk about today. So thank you everybody for listening you know uh we're always coming back with content you know the zoom shit is actually working out for us hopefully it works out for us this episode i guess we'll find out when we drop the shit but uh as far as you know doing it over anchor um it's a sh- uh, big fuck you to anchor cuz it's a piece of shit and i hate it um never recording on the shit ever again um so thank you to zoom for saving my ass um and yeah hopefully we'll get back in the stew very soon you know hopefully Nick's got to get back in the groove, you know, he's, he's, he's out, you know, he's, he's out for the count right now, sleeping. So, you know, it is what it is. We'll be all right. We'll, we'll get him next time. Uh, but thank you everyone for listening. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on all streaming platforms, Apple music, Spotify, even if you want to use that bullshit as app anchor, go ahead and listen to it on there as well. Um, and I'm not putting, I'm not shouting out anchor. I don't care about getting paid anymore because they're dog shit. Don't we
0: will Fuck anchor. Um, happy birthday to the goat. Love you. Happy forty-five, man. Yes. I'm happy that you're still here. You know, and doing what you always do.
1: Yes. If there is one guy that was like my team's rival that I never hated, it's him. Like he constantly busts the Celtics' ass time and time again, and I and I never really was even than that mad because I love yeah. AI. You know what I mean? Like yeah. AI was was like the guy in PA like he was the man. He was running Philadelphia for a hot ten years. So shout out to yeah. him for one of the only players
0: one of the only players, I believe he was the first player to ever average over
1: thirty in their first nine seasons. So Bro Tro Tro sent me a pick. And I think like in ten years he never went under forty minutes per game. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. That's like, you think like I don't know if that's a Larry Brown thing or AI was just like you're not taking me out, so I'm like I'm playing yeah, and that's it. Just
0: amazing, man. I can't I can't even say enough. Uh, the avoiding surgery thing, just getting beat up on guys like and and those were, that's back in times like people talk about oh like all of these guys are so athletic and big bro like we were saying in the Michael Jordan and uh, the Michael Jordan podcast like when, when we were talking about the last dance you give me a bodybuilder any day of the week he's going to be a bodybuilder to me i know he's going i know i'm prepared for that there's no preparing for guys like Shaq who's just naturally big. There's no preparing for guys like Hakeem, who's just naturally big. Um, the, the the Johnsons of the world, the Kemps of the world, like th- those guys are just naturally just huge-ass strong dudes. Like, and, and to be going to the rim, to be going to the rack, and, and just <laughs> to average as much as he did, right. people – all of that oh he never won a, a chip suck my balls that, that that's that's how I feel about anybody because when it comes to Allen Iverson I, there's not many people on this earth that I that I don't know that I can tell you is a great person and a great basketball player
1: great guy great guy great person great player if there's you know with, with all the people that like hate on the young guys and you know shit on this form of basketball ai is always there to beg everyone up yep about him like he will never he will never not like motivate somebody you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you know like he's a hall of famer first ballot it don't matter if he got a chip or not you know i never take away from guys who are you know as great as they are and just never got a chip just because like you said, like Charles, like like for example, like Charles Barkley got a, a title, but like he he played against Michael Jordan, bro. Like he won, one. Yeah. <laughs> he won. He just wasn't, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, happy birthday to AI. You know, thank you for ten years of greatness in Philly. You know, because we knew Phil, we know Philly needs that shit. We they need some type of greatness there because they're mostly a mess for the most part. So yeah, fuck Philly <laughs> otherwise. I saw your tweet. That's the only reason I said that. All right. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, Catch you guys next time. Peace out.